0: Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is, It's Not Working. <laughs> it's not working. I remember when my grandchildren were smaller, I have three of them who live in Redding. and I remember the two oldest, they would come over to our house, look at our swimming pool. They would see our pool sweep. And we named him Spud, the cleaner, who roams around the bottom of the pool picking up debris, etc. And they would be so fascinated with that. But they would come over often and they'd look in the pool and Spud wasn't moving. And they would say, he's not working. He's not working. (laughs) And, you know, I tried to explain timing and, and all of that. But from their perspective, he's not working. You know, so often that's how we think about God. He's not working. It's not working. I'm doing everything that I know to do. I'm praying. I'm in the Bible. I'm generous. I'm sowing into people's lives. I'm declaring. I'm laughing at lies. (laughs) It's not working. I believe, you know, just you think about things out of the abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks and You know, those of you who are listening, who've been a part of the Igniting Hope family for a while, you know that, uh, you know, words are powerful. Matthew 12, 34 says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so I'm a student of my own words. I love to hear what I say, especially when I'm tired. (laughs) And, you know, after we say, I can't. I believe it's not working is another one of those concluding statements that we're tempted to say, but I just would say this, let's not say it. I had a tendency early on in ministry to withdraw my faith after a meeting or, you know, just a Bible study where I was leading or doing something. And and I, I, I so much wanted to speak out loud a word curse over what just happened you know that wasn't any good that was a dead you know just i i blew it or or whatever and the lord just said steve i want to break off that tendency of you to withdraw your faith after you minister the feeling it didn't work the feeling it didn't happen and it was a season of learning to walk in faith and certainly i was always open to to learning and saying god what could i do better but I really couldn't enter into a healthy introspection until I began to deal with the tendency of withdrawing my faith based on what I saw. And so the whole thing about it's not working, I mean, Gideon, he, he, was, he felt that way in Judges 6, and the angel comes to him and says, hey, you're a great leader, a mighty man of valor, it's you. And and he was—he just said, "It's not working. The miracles aren't working. You know, it, it, God's abandoned us. We've done it. Just it—it's too late, Abraham. It's not working. Didn't work for him. And as he got older, it's not working. But they both got great breakthrough. Moses, forty years on the backside of the desert. It's not working. It didn't work when I tried to rise up at age forty. It's not working." And yet, something was working. There was deep things that that were happening in his life. You know, when when we're tempted to say or we're tempted to believe it's not working. Again, our prayers are not working. Our our plan of 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 doing relationships in a certain way it's not working. We're tempted to say, uh, where we've been faithful and. And it just seems like doors aren't opening and we are tempted to believe it's not working. Hey, here's some, I was thinking about what might be going on in us. What might this season be about for us? And if you're listening to this and, you know, pretty much all of us have probably got at least one area where we could say it's not working. We've done every, you know, we've done everything we know. We've followed what we believe to do right, what is right. Here's some things that might be happening. I just came up with seven things of what could be happening in our lives. Number one, what could be happening is that we're learning to love the promise giver more than the promise. You know, it's God's, you know, not this celestial Santa Claus and it's not like we're just a formula God, you know, where we do this and that automatically happens. Obviously, we know that that, that certain principles and spiritual laws bring about a, a, a positive result. But the, sometimes the the seasons and the way, the timing of those that manifest, they don't manifest fast enough. And this whole thing about learning to love the promise giver more than the promise. And when we're focused too much on what we're doing in order to see a specific result, and when our eyes are are looking too much for something to happen maybe we want to get married maybe there's a financial breakthrough maybe uh there's ministry breakthrough maybe a family just to see something happen in our family you know there's a delay there's often for us it's a time for us just to love the promise giver and just to say lord you know even if this never happens i'm gonna love you you know job said though you slay me I I will I will worship you and you know just his heart uh, of, of just saying no matter what happens that's it's a key and so thank you Lord just for for some who are listening right now it's a season of learning to love the promise giver more than the promise number two sometimes it's not working because we're thinking too small you know we're looking for a certain thing to happen we're looking for a certain position to open up to us. I remember uh, in 1990-1991, in that era where I was, I was on staff at a church for many years and I felt the Lord's leading for Wendy and I to go become senior leaders of a local church and, and I went to a church. I thought for sure it was it. I tried out, which was the model preached, met with the leaders, felt like, wow, this is it. And then they didn't want me. It's not working, Lord. I believed, you know, this is where it is. And, and you know, that door closed because I was thinking too small. And it was soon after that, that we got the door that opened around Mountain, Nevada. And that just was a bigger door, not outwardly at first, but in the spirit, it was a much bigger door. And it wasn't working early on because there was, there was a bigger door that the Lord wanted. Number three, if it feels like it's not working, it might be a season of embracing, a season of living by faith, not by sight. You know, obviously, if 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 it's not working, and we feel I mean we're concluding it's not working, then we're in a place where we get to learn how to live by faith faith, not by sight, 2 Corinthians 5, 7. And that's, that's going to be a muscle that we need to build. How, how long do we believe before we give up on what we're believing for? <laughs> you know, that, that's the question. Do we believe for a month? Do we believe for a year? Do we believe for five years? Listen, there's things that don't seem to be working and it's a season of strengthening this living by faith, not by sight. Number four, if it doesn't seem to be working, it could be a season of seeing God's need and committing to it. Hannah in First Samuel chapter one, she was frustrated. Her husband Elkanah, she was one of two wives. Peninnah was the other, and Hannah, and she, she didn't have children, and her, her other, the other wife. Had children, and she was jealous. She was uh, bitter with God. She went uh, into the temple, and Eli thought she was drunk. She was she was just pouring her heart out to the Lord. But what happened in that, in it not working, is it brought Hannah to the place of seeing God's need. God God needed a prophet, and she committed herself to what God needed rather than just seeing her own need and she said God I just surrendered this to you and so she gave uh, the child to the Lord I'm going to dedicate this to your highest purpose and Samuel was born as a result so sometimes when it's not working it's it's a time of us of us surrendering uh, and you know Think about an area where you're frustrated that's not working and ask yourself this question. What is God's need that's connected to this area? Powerful question. Number five, if it's not working, it might be a season of learning to overcome the victim mindset like never before. You got a guy in John chapter five by the pool. He's been infirm, I think, for 38 years, been by the pool many years. Jesus comes up to him, asks him a seemingly dumb question. Do you want to be made well? Ha <laughs> Do you want to be made well? It does. It seems like an obvious question. And he gave his excuses why when the water moved, he had no one to help him. And his focus was on, on what he didn't have. And then Jesus just actually said, take up your mat, you know, walk and, and, and just just do something. Instead of just sitting here waiting, it's not working, the water's not moving, or when it moves, I can't get in, do something. Pick up your mat go. Stand up. Start moving forward in your life. Exodus 14, 15. God said to Moses, why are you crying out to me here at the edge of the Red Sea? Tell my people to move forward. And sometimes when it's not working, we we have to, instead of being neutralized by what's not working, maybe a family dysfunction or a financial issue or you just close doors, it, It's a, we have to ask the Lord, what does it mean for me to move forward and start moving forward and the red seas will part in front of us. Number six what might be happening when it's not working? It's just learning not to quit. <laughs> you know, just learning not to quit. Galatians six nine says, "Do not be weary in well doing, but but continue," because it ba- it basically says you will reap a harvest if you faint not. And then number seven, what it might what season it might be, if your feeling is not working is this is embracing your worth in Christ. I remember. When we were in financial challenge and poverty mindsets and we felt like the Lord said to us you're only able to receive what you believe you're worth uh, there's so much I want to do in your life there's so much more blessing I want to do financially favor uh, in, in other ways of influence but I can't do it because You don't believe you're worthy to be blessed. You don't believe you're worthy to live at this level. And sometimes it's not working because it's a worth issue. We're only able to receive what we believe we're worth, what we're worth. And, you know, we think we got to work for something. We got to work for the blessings of God. And, you know, sometimes it's not working because we're too focused on the things that we think are going to make it work. You know, whether it's prayer, fasting, uh, you know, radical obedience and all that. I'm, you know, I'm for that. But, but sometimes it's a, the fact of the matter is, is that we are needing to receive the worth and believe we're worthy right now to receive all of God's blessings today. Wow, it's not working. <laughs> Whew. You know, just, I read a story that Thomas Edison You know when he created a light bulb that he he tried a thousand times and to create a light bulb and he said you know he didn't see it as failure he just saw it as a thousand steps to creating the light bulb and you know may not be working the light bulb may not have gone off (laughs) thanks for laughing at my humor there but it's working it was working for him, even when it didn't seem to be working. It was working to a result. So I just say over you today, if you feel like it's not working in a major area of your life, I pray that this message will bless you. And just what is God doing? Is, is it one of the seven that I mentioned? You're learning to love the promise giver more than the promise. You're thinking too small. You're in, You're embracing a season of living by faith, not sight. You're seeing God's need and committing to it like Hannah. You're overcoming the victim mindset. You're learning to not quit. Or you're embracing your worth in Christ because it's a season of learning to believe you're worthy, not because of what you're doing, but because of what Jesus has done. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministry. Steve Backlin here reminding you that there's no hopeless circumstances, only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. And reminding you the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. It's our strength. I believe this, that our spiritual load-bearing capacity is in direct proportion to the level of joy in our lives. And for most people listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy no matter what the reasons are. But I say, thank you, Lord, for this moment that, that this one who's listening, that there's just something getting ignited in him, a hope, a joy, a stirring up. And we just say, it's working. It's working. He's working. Hey, God bless you. Hey, if you like these podcasts, why don't you tell somebody else about them and tell somebody else about our newsletter. They can sign up for it, Igniting Hope. Dot com. And one final thing, I'm recording this on July 30th, 2019, and we are just about ready to release the audio book on the culture of empowerment. Just wait for more information on that. Just see our newsletters. And I'm going to be in the near future. I'm going to be in Florida. I'm going to be in Wisconsin. I, I'm, I'm going to be in the north coast of california i'm going to be all over the place check our itinerary hope i can see you god bless we hope that you have been blessed by this message for more resources you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com